Hi, Richard Smith here from LeeRichardSmith.com. In today's very, very short podcast, I want to rerun an interview that I've carried out with Judy Sharp, who's our resident uh, public relations lady. This was the um, uh, precursor to some presentations we've done for Sussex Enterprise on small business public relations in 2011-12. The interview's quite old now, but the information is not dated at all. And that takes about 10 minutes, and in the background you can hear a brief soundtrack from uh, Nigel Hayes, who's on Intelligent Audio, and a little bit of funk just to kick us off today. If, of course, um, a little bit of funky stuff is your scene, then pop over to intelligentaudio.net and you can buy some of Nigel Hayes' tracks there. And Nigel is, of course, featured on the British Airways Jazz Channel. So if you're flying British Airways, you can find most of his music over there. Okay, so straight into the interview then. Here is uh, me and Judy Sharp chatting in a pretty noisy pub some time ago. But uh, listen to the information, soak up some of the uh, tips and tricks and these will certainly help your small business. More than 30 years ago, I worked for large companies here in the UK. Then I moved into Europe. I had my own companies on Gibraltar doing PR, advertising, strategic planning, all of that stuff. And then I spent 18 years freelancing in the Algarve, in sunny Portugal. And I came back to England in the summer of 2010. What I've realised since I've been back is that actually... The principles have not changed at all, and the principles of marketing, PR and communication are the same, whatever size of company and whichever century we're in. The only benefit now, of course, is that uh, the internet makes it so much easier and quicker to communicate with so many more people, but that's your specialist area. Yes, yeah, it certainly is. So, how long have you been doing marketing and PR, Julie? More than thirty years now. Okay, so you've got time served enough. You've done your apprenticeship. I've got my apprenticeship. I've got the T-shirt, and I've almost got the bus pass as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to my bus pass and finished, Julie. So, when we're looking to use PR to promote a business, what would you say are the key areas of importance for a small business to use PR? I think the principles are the same for all companies, but particularly for a small business, often. The guy or the lady who's running a business knows all about that business, knows it really, really well, is not necessarily a PR or marketing specialist. That's number one. Number two, they're often so busy looking after their business and growing their business, they don't have time to focus on those PR, marketing, communications issues. And thirdly, it's the proverbial wood for the tree syndrome. You can be so busy in it that you can't see it from the outside. And often it helps to have that objective view from somebody who comes in on the outside and says, why, how, where, for what. And that's not always in a negative sense, of course, but it's useful for a business owner to have a sounding board. Because of that unblinkered approach, unblinkered view of It's the itself. unblinkered approach, and it can often help. In my experience, I've found I bring a view to a small business that says, well, you know what's happening with your business, I know what's happening out there in the big wide world. Let's bring the two okay, together. Yep. Perfect, okay. So certainly from our point of view, when we're working businesses on their internet marketing and their, their online presence side of it, it, it is, we've proved time and time again that what happens is that most business owners are too close to the business to see the wood for the trees, yeah. and very often the competitive analysis is not done and they sit there. Um, assuming that the things that were working for them one or two or three years ago uh, uh, will continue to work and 
also so long with the case. Okay, in relation to um, you know, these, uh, these, these three areas of using PR for the business, there is product and business awareness, there is issues of marketing and there's issues of brand building. Would you say they're equally important or one or more plays a bigger part? I think they are all important and it all depends what's happening with the company, what, what priority you put them in at, at, at any one time. If it's a brand new company and it's just starting out, then it really is a case of establishing an identity either for the company or for the brand or service. It is a fact, perhaps, if you're coming into a marketplace, if new competitors are coming in, you've got to differentiate yourself, you've got to establish why you're different, why you're better, why people should come to you. So they are all important. It's just a case of which comes first or whether they've all got to be treated equally. Okay. We spoke earlier about your drip-drip approach. Can you explain that to us? Oh, yes. I'm a great favourite of drip-drips. Chinese water torture, they call it. A company, particularly a small company, tends to think that if they send out a press release or if they've managed to get an article in the local magazine or the local paper, then that's it. They don't have to do anything else for a year. Wrong. Research has consistently found that consumers buy the brands and the names that they are familiar with. And you only achieve that either by a very expensive advertising campaign or by a drip, drip, drip communications public relations exercise so you might not be able to place articles in your local paper your local magazine every week or every month but just a couple of lines perhaps you've sponsored a local football team and you managed to get something in there perhaps you've organized a charity event you get a couple of lines in there so people are reading your name and a little bit about you in association with all different sorts of other things that build the right sort of image and the right sort of feeling so when they're out in the marketplace for whatever it is you're selling yours is the name that comes to their mind it's a drip 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 process absolutely i would agree with that and certainly from our point of view where we're trying to make businesses googleable or this issue of googleability the more information you've got out there in the marketplace from various sources just adds to that that being found that being found online and i think it's important that uh, we live in a you know a, a, a very noisy world at the moment we've been marketing messages are coming from every angle and particularly online where most people have got the, the focus of a p fitting from one page to another uh, being able to get a good deal of information out there is helpful if, you, if you're going to you know, try and build your brand or use your, your PR for marketing certainly from my point of view the use of PR to fit in with the rest of your, rest of your marketing and your website does add a lot of value not only does, is this PR going to get your business out there from a Google point of view, but we're hoping that some decent PR, some decent stories will be picked up by, hopefully, the, the popular press or even the, the, the local press to add, add, a, add a bit more value to the rest of the market perception of your business. But on this idea of using PR, um, I reckon it's really straightforward as far as I'm concerned, not being a PR specialist. You know, we, we generate an idea, we create some copy or some words, an article's written, and then uh, you know we send out a press release to a range of publications. Tell me it's that simple, Judy. I would love to tell you it's that simple, Richard. No, it's not, really. You can do that, and that would be like blowing up one balloon and letting it off into the big blue sky. You... It's that balloon story again. I like yes, that, yeah. it's the balloon. You don't really know where it's going. It looks very pretty, and you can watch it go off somewhere, but you don't really know where it's going. And there's no follow-up. What I would like to do, again, with a company of any size, is to have a plan. I always get told that I'm far too organised. Um, I was born with a filofax in my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm an organised <laughs> sort of person and, and you need to have a plan. You don't know 
when you've got there unless you know where you're going to. And that applies in PR terms as well as it does in, in having sales targets or whatever. So you need to know what the objectives are. And the nice thing about PR is that it is a tool that can be used for so many different purposes. It can be used, for instance, um, to prepare a company for sale. Yep. If you're planning to sell your company in five years, fine, start to prepare the ground now, start to send out the PR. Conversely, it could be used to prepare for redundancies or closures. Sadly, there's more of that nowadays in certain areas. That's true. It can be used for supporting new, new product launches. For instance, if you've got a new product or a service to the range, Blast that out through PR. Don't just bring it in and stick it on the shelf and hope somebody will find it. Announce it. It can be used to highlight milestones within the company. Um, not just the receptionist has been promoted to a secretary, but big achievements. You know, we've made our millionth blue and white stripy widget. Um, we've moved into big new offices. We're expanding. Um, or, as a last resort, it can be used to encounter bad press. We've all had examples recently where companies have had to call in people to, to counter bad press about them. It could be something that a competitor's put out which is totally untrue. It could be something like, I don't know, a fire at the premises. It could be, in an extreme example, think of BP in the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, my God, how, how bad was that PR initially? So, <laughs> I think disaster is the right word on that one, Judy. <laughs> I think we can safely say that. Our chief executive is on holiday. He is unable to take any press calls right now. Okay. So PR actually does have a major role to play in all aspects of the company, but it is more efficient if it is part of an overall plan and if you know why you're doing it. Yes, you can send out a press release. Of course you can. Um, and you can put it out through all the channels you've mentioned, all the, the print, broadcast, and online. But if you know why you're doing it, and if you know what's going to follow it, then it is far more efficient. I would concur with that completely, certainly as, as a business owner that works with, with other businesses on their on and offline strategies. This whole issue of having some focus is vitally important. Um, as I keep saying to people, you can't market to everyone. You need, you need to focus, and that obviously needs to fit in with everything else you're doing. Okay, so last but not least, Judy, why... Would someone want to use the services of an experienced PR firm like yourselves? I think this, this comes back to some of the things we've touched on already in that people who are running their companies know their businesses very well, but they don't necessarily understand the mechanics of PR and marketing. Yep. They don't understand how it works. They might be specialists in widgets, but they don't understand marketing. They don't have time. They're too busy looking after their business and making sure it's on the right track and so on. They don't have time to dedicate to the marketing, the PR, the communication strategy. Thirdly, it is very useful to have somebody who sits outside of the ring looking in rather than people who are inside looking out. And somebody who, quite frankly, has the ability to say to the managing director, well, Actually, I don't think that's quite right. Because often within a company, you have people who don't want to say that to the boss. Absolutely. And it's very useful to have somebody totally independent who has experience in their own industry, in this case PR and marketing and communications, to say, well, actually out here in the big wide world, it's like this, Mr. Boss. 
and maybe you could benefit from a slight change of direction or whatever. So it's acknowledging that the company owner knows his own business but not necessarily marketing. It's freeing up his time or her time to do what he's good at and bringing in somebody who's good at their specialist areas and it's having that independent point of view. Perfect. Okay, well I think that sort of sums up this very brief interview with um, Judy Sharp from judysharp.co.uk. Uh, my name is Richard Smith, one part of a business called the Internet Consultancy and uh, the richardsmith.com. Um, now you know all about PR and how PR should be working within your business, and I suggest uh, respectfully that you make contact with Judy as soon as possible. Uh, thanks very much. Do apologise for the sound quality, by the way. There's a bit of a noisy pub, this one, today. Thanks very much, and forward to hearing from you soon. So I hope you uh, found that very, very short audio interesting. And as always, if you've got any queries or questions or want some further assistance with anything to do with your online marketing or small business PR, you can contact me over at therichardsmith.com or Judy over at thejudysharp.co.uk. Until the next time, thanks very much.